If you don't talk with tone, I'll literally like be dancing in my head. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, 100%. 100%. Yeah, like, I'm here looking at you. Yeah. My mind is thinking oh, about other for shit. Sure. Me in every yeah. single Zoom call for work. Most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, that's me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what am I going to have for lunch today? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. The yep. amount of times I've caught myself, like I, I had to have this strategy for us podcasting, like, big guess where I was like I don't want to fuck this up mm. I have to twiddle something so I'm constantly yeah. like present with touching something otherwise I'll just be like oh but this question in my head I'm like oh he said this I want to write back to here and start talking about this and like he, oh, I brought this up now I want to do this I'm just like oh fuck he's still talking yeah <laughs> I'm I haven't like, actually oh, listened to the thing he said yeah <laughs> like I'm yeah. hearing it but also I'm like I'm actually engaged with it I do that too <laughs> and I finish the podcast and I have no idea what they said because yeah. I'm just like yeah. trying to I'm you know how you like the the old thing of like actually listen don't wait yeah. for your time to speak yeah. listen podcast to respond. Yeah. podcast host is the only time that you're not yeah, yeah. you're just like right so this is going to go here yeah. now yeah. we're doing yep. this we're going to go I had there. these kind of questions but also a ramble went yeah. this way yeah it's 42 minutes in and I need to get this part <laughs> I haven't even in. got the name yet yeah. <coughs> and Jason's just sitting here like oh yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I do listen you to stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, can we talk about, how can we talk about training now yeah yeah, yeah. I'm laughing training. at like the dynamic here and the dynamic here yeah we're just like I like made this, <laughs> made this like no, but I've like I've gone to the chino shorts and the t-shirt oh, to yeah. like be a little bit more upscale, and you're obviously yeah. like way down here. And I, Jace is like, I'm just a bro, and Ben's gone, I'm a formal bro. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. formal meathead. <laughs> yeah, we literally had this head. conversation <laughs> as we were leaving. I was like, I'm way too dressed, yeah. yeah. and I then said, he's like, I knew, I knew Ben was going to come with the polo and his, yeah. shirt, and his shirt tucked into his shorts. I knew that that was this happening. This is how I coach. This is what's happening. Yeah, I'm gonna take it up a fucking. Don't come to my house. Come on, man! I've been in this game too long. Uh, that's it. I'm coming to the suburbs, shitting it. on it. That's better than where we came <laughs> yeah. from. So it's like I was legit thinking this is like the full like Layla to Alex situation. <laughs> the dude presents yeah. everything in like flannels or a fucking it's singlet. singlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just for comfort. I've been, I've been giving a shit all morning. I'm like, oh, your first podcast. She rocks out wearing this. I'm like, I'm gonna have so much fun with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's had a lot of fun with it. I'm though. just dressing like this because it's hot as fuck. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Struggle in the heat. We good? Yeah. We good? It's a bit excellent out there, but there's nothing we can do about it. Podcast. What's it called? Uh, Barbells and Banter. That's better. So it, have okay. we done, have oh, we done we one? Oh. We yeah, so we, went, we went with a, a little bit of a rebrand. Yeah, we're actually in the midst of a, a rebrand across the business. Ooh. Businesses. Ooh. Yeah, yeah so right. Try saying STC Fit Learning for eight years and then changing yeah. it to Learn. Yeah, STC and removing learn. fit, so it's just yeah. STC. So learn. STC My brain's like fit and ah. STC learn. STC good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty hey, much. That, that hurt my feelings. There. <laughs> <laughs> we got to we got to bring that feedback to the table <laughs> next meeting. Someone came on the podcast and made fun of us. Change everything. STC fit. STC Rip everything good. and start again. <laughs> Pull out the fucking walls and start from scratch. STC big. <laughs> STC strong. <laughs> Hey, they sound like cool programs. Yeah, insert look, insert yeah. coach name. Fuck, and fuck Ben, he doesn't. Know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, stop making fun of our business. All right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fly well, away hey, up here hey. and fucking <laughs> just hang shit on us. We're already getting into the banter component. Hey, this is That's it. it. This is all part Setting of setting the standards. This is sales tactics. This is build banter straight off the bat. Get rapport in. <laughs> have to tell everyone who they are. Yeah, what are you selling I'm, us? I'm getting when there. he shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> so never. That's stop, not happening. Stop trying to tell me how to podcast. I fucking got this, bro. All right, so we first day. Jason. Ben and Almost. Almost. Yeah, no, I've done what? Two? <laughs> Two as host. Yeah, yeah. And I can't shut the fuck up. So it's, it's, it's actually very challenging yeah. for him. Yeah, look, Ben, just let me take care of it, you fucking control freak. That's bodybuilding. <laughs> it's bodybuilding today. I'm going to sleep anyway. <laughs> 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 
All right, so we'll tell you who the uh, people are on the other side of this conversation. So we've got Ben and Brooklyn. Hello. So tell us tell us your business your business and branding so we can bag you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, I'll cry. So I'm at that time to leave. Marketing. <laughs> Marketing matters. Uh, no, yeah. so as of... Um, Athletica will be the coaching sector mm-hmm. and what we do with like putting on other coaches to work for us and stuff like that once the, the nice. level gets to that. Um, <coughs> then we'll have the Institute, which will be where I start doing a lot more like performance like courses and coaching. And like, I just don't like the mindset sector and the way people try to, mm. um, what's the word, I guess? Because like it's it, the intent is good, right? Do a one day course and then yeah, think they that literally people about mindset. Yeah, cool. yeah. And then it's kind of like, you know, let's just, you're playing in a realm that can be very dangerous mm. yeah. because it's like Homer with homework when he's trying to teach Lisa. <laughs> Just read the day before, or like read the big word yeah, the day yeah. before you teach it. Mm. And all of a sudden I know what like, you know, mindfulness is or like mm. cognitive uh, flexibility or psychological mm. flexibility. So we're going to eventually get into that realm of teaching that stuff properly. Yeah, cool. So and that's then, in the Institute. So you yes, that'll be an Institute. Athletica, Institute. Institute. And then there'll be a matter marketing. Marketing, yeah. cool. So, so yeah. those, are the, those are the three... Uh, for now will be the three points that we look at so Institute will also constitute when we do like um, uh, podcast seminars and stuff so when yeah. SCAF comes yeah. up and we combine yeah. so it'll be like your mainly education. education yeah, yeah pretty the much education yeah. wing yeah. kind of marketing coaching media. coaching yeah. wing yeah then you got your marketing and stuff at the exactly yeah. so alright so training like let's talk about some cool shit not that yeah. that wasn't cool but like, <laughs> <laughs> drugs let's go cool story but cycle stack design <laughs> Um, so off season at the moment. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Should we talk comp first. Uh, yeah, because we kind of left you guys. We didn't leave you guys hanging. Uh, I was too dead <laughs> to participate. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. Your comp. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So Jason's moved faster. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, you used to be shredded. Ben, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about my time being shredded. <laughs> no, nah, Ben's been talking about his comp the whole time. I'm like, wait, we're uh, talking about yours. I don't give a fuck about my comp. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? No, I'll start s- talking about bodybuilding so I can go to sleep. I was so confused <laughs> just then. Like, so how was pro raw? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought he was like, trying to hijack this fucking. <laughs> this is my podcast, motherfucker. Nah. Yeah. yeah. So when when did you compete again? What what, what month was that? Uh, it was October. Uh, season B last year, yeah, which ran October-ish. into October, and yeah. End, yeah. literally end of October. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that was um, because I stopped. Must have been maybe like August, September. Shit just got too busy. Yeah. Um, mm. where I was turning up to the um group chats and stuff and group calls with you guys. Mm. Yeah. Um, it just got to a point where I was just running on my daffodil and business. Hey, hey. We're Save your excuses. <laughs> yes, not let's, mad, just disappointed. Let's let's talk about bodybuilding. Yeah. Did right. you? <laughs> that's fair. Did you win? <laughs> I did, yeah. That was worth yeah, it. Yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, if you didn't win, don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't talk to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. get yeah, this yeah. couch. Yeah. Second would have been a problem. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. You wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's win. fair. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. So tell us how. So that prep was what? Second prep? Yeah. So, I mean, on paper, I've done four preps. Two managed to get the stage. Okay. Because we yeah. we hit two during COVID. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and each time is about demonetize. Said the word. Oh, sorry. The, um, Spot- the, big, the big C. Cancer? No, no, another one. <laughs> Spotify's got the little blue label now. <laughs> Please go to this website for expert advice. Yeah. Is this, is this uh, false information? Um, At least someone's listening to your podcast. Alright, so that's the most savage thing I reckon we've ever <laughs> Barely chimes in, comes in with a first shot. Body, first body. <laughs> 
things. Don't invite <laughs> again. Overhand right off the ropes. Today, today <laughs> is done. That is so, the start of yep. the podcast. That is the start. <laughs> we, are, we are finished at 10.40 and we're not going right. to go train so, today. Can, can everyone... Thank you for the intro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you for the intro. Can everyone... Feel free to leave. Please take a screenshot of the episode. <laughs> post it on your stories to make us feel fucking better. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Don't uh. tag me in it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Matter marketing. I don't want that. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll put uh, Brooklyn's handle in the comments. Attack her Instagram page. Yeah, just send the listeners. Just go hard. Um, yeah, so that was that was um, season B last year, and it was kind of like to, to kind of combine into business. It was one of those like not do or die, but it was one of those. Um, I need to show what I do. Yeah, and because I've talked hard about it, right? Like I've talked about it, I've put on my content. I've I've built my content around like these are the things that at least put you in the ballpark of success, that at least put mm. you in the ballpark of intensity mm. and getting a result. And you can't bitch and moan about the work you don't do for the results you don't get and all that sort of shit. So like having that premise and basing the business on it, you can only live in the last show that you did for for, for how long? I was mm. like, yeah, I'll be, I was lean once. I was like, yeah, cool, but I was like, it needs to happen this year, mm. and I just kind of need to bite the bullet with it. But at the same time, it kind of opened up the realm to show mm. the process a lot more. Mm. Given that I was like, I'd, I'd left Nutrition Warehouse and I was now dedicated just to matter and making that happen. I was like, all right, so along the way, I need to get as much content as possible, show as engage as much as possible, show as much behind the scenes as possible so mm. that people can see what goes into it. It's not all the fluff. It's not all the, like, the, the sexy shit that you see on stage when everyone only shares the highlight reel. It's like, when I actually sit down with a consult or a client for a prep and like I've got eight, eight athletes going into season B, got one going into season A, I've got three for season A the following year now. I started with me and Tom for our prep last year and I helped one client with their season A finalization because their coach was a bit too far away and just didn't really mm. know it. And so for me, it was like, I need to prove what I know and sort of have that intricacy of, well, I do it, but also like I live it. Yeah. And so for us, it was like, well, that's that next step of not recognition or like, you know, base everything on whether or not I win. It was just simply like, I need to back up what I say. Yeah, you need yeah, to build authority. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. At a certain point, like it has to be about who I am and kind of what I do and the standard that I set. Because mm. if I'm if I'm expecting these huge things from clients and I can't deliver it myself, and not even in the, in the result per se, like the placing, if I can't just deliver that result for myself... You can't just get there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How, can, there. how can I tell my clients, oh, this is, this is what you've got to do to win? But I've never been that committed or I've never been able to show it. So. Yeah, it was what you need to do to be your best. Mm. Exactly right. It's like whether you yeah. win or not, it's like yeah. it's exactly the steps. Right. We were yeah. having this conversation the other day all the time yeah like literally because it's the same in powerlifting it's like there's a level of success that you can get to based on your raw talent organic matter like yes you can achieve xyz based on this Mm. um and and where that sits is different but like like you said being able to experience those things and like obviously when we're talking to people listening are just lifters not coaches so it's like for them when you're talking to someone that you want to be your coach, it's like, have they been in the position? Mm-hmm. So I had someone say like, um, they were worried about taking on their first powerlifting prep. I'm like, you've done it. Yeah. The thing, well, he asked like, uh, what's, what do I need to know to do it? I'm like, knowing's easy. Programming mm-hmm. and all that shit, mm-hmm. shit's easy. It's like, mm-hmm. from my lens, it's like, yes, your elbows hurting is normal. Yes, waking up 3 a.m. after deadlifts because you've, push to 1RM is normal. Mm-hmm. Yes, celebrating a win and hating your life because you missed a lift is normal. Mm-hmm. And for you guys, like, 
fucking ho- whole different next level of intrusion mm. into your life. Yeah. Knowing what that's like and then being able to have a coach that's mm. like understanding yeah. of what's going on. Like I, I get to like photo shoot. Yeah. That's the leanest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm like, I'm asking someone else, usually Jace, yeah. if I'm going to take them to the stage or if they've indicated that's what they want to do. It's like, work with him. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been dick skin lean. I haven't. I yep. have no intention to. Mm-hmm. Looks horrible. Yeah. As in the Fe- mental. Yeah, it looks like the, it feels horrible. The look of the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the outcome's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that's an important yeah. message to think about if you're yeah. like, w- want to go to these, whatever pathway it is, if you want to run a marathon, talk to someone that's ran one. If you want to yeah. get on stage, just talk to someone that's done one. right? Like, yeah. And I think having that ability as a coach to know where your lens is, where your scope is, where you're limited by, what you've done, what you know, um, and being able to, also, even if you know it, being able to back it up, display it, show it, there's a degree where like, don't get me wrong, you don't have to be a pro bodybuilder to know bodybuilding. But like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to go and get the knowledge through study, extracurriculars, constant upskilling, showing that knowledge with client results, then you're probably going to want to show it through experience that Mm. you've done it. So for me, it was a bit of both. Like I'm sitting on the sideline with a lot of knowledge and I was like, I need to get back into the game and actually yep. like seeing the stand of what was in the game. Yeah. I, was like, I need to be back in here because it's just, this stuff to me isn't complex, mm. but it's made complex by people to try and polarize it, sexualize it, make it yeah. look... Like, monetize it too. Exactly. Monetize and so it. for yeah. me, I was like, you know, I, I genuinely built the premise that I want to show people how it's done yep. or at least show that I can do it and know how it's done and the result is there and put it in a way where where I want them to do their best. Like, it's not just to give me money. Mm. I'm purely like, I love this shit for the fact that it is mm. everything I represent. Yeah. There's, there's something about the philosophy of bodybuilding to me that's like, it mm. embodies everything that I stand for or believe in, mm. that nothing that I want can't be obtained if I put the work in. Yeah. Yeah. I might not be able to look like Ronnie. That's great. Ronnie looks like Ronnie. Yeah. But I know that I can be the best of me if I give the best efforts that I have. And that to me was the, the big thing for, for the show. And it kind of gets a little psychotic when I tell people, I'm like, every time I prep, I love to get to the point where I'm seeing what the next level of fucked up feels like. Like, <laughs> like every time I get lean, I'm like, what's that next level of disgusting for me? Because like every single time I've done a heavy cut, I've always found what that next level looks like. Yeah. Or what's that next yeah. stage of lean? What's that next level of calorie cut feel like? How does that feel when it comes time to depleting? Like, you know, what do the back end weeks feel like? Have you got to like the bottom of my feet hurt standing on them? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That seems like, like the wildest thing to yeah. me. That, we had Dean on years ago and he said that. I was just like... Yeah. That was one of the first no, times I heard it. Your skin becomes like real sensitive. Fat-free, baby. Yeah, yeah. between yeah. Dean and Dalton, no they said that. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, wild, actually yeah. felt it and I was like, I've yeah. got to take my cardio to the bike. And I was going to say, yeah. and you've yeah. got to do fucking 15,000 steps yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So. so we started we started doing things like um, uh, weighted vest walks and stuff like mm. that um, uh, into Brisbane City. So it was like half hour... Uh, trots every day and then there'd be like the extra bike on top all that sort of stuff get those big hockers <laughs> Ooh, yeah. massive salts on them <laughs> just fucking just add well, I think at one point I had like double double ply like double layers of socks yep. just, yeah just like yeah. I'm just gonna add some shit yeah. here just to make it somewhat comfortable that's wild and it just gets to a point where I was honestly like not it, it sounds like it's like a roid rage thing but like just out of out of exhaustion I was just moaning through Brisbane City from our place <laughs> playing Pokemon on my game board on my phone yeah. and I would just like I just cruise through and just not look at anyone but then like I'd, I'd make sure I'm like to the side and out of the way not be a dick but I just keep a straight line yeah. and just people just walk into me and I'm just like oh, fuck just 
fuck off. <laughs> like, do I really look like someone right now that you just want to like just walk into? Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the kind of, I'm, I would see me if I was not me and be like, that's a person I don't want to bump into. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just going to go out of my way to avoid that depression. <laughs> but it's like, it's yeah. not depression. Like I love it, but catch it's, it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's like, contagious. Just, it looks yeah, contagious. Get out of the way. Um, Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, who beat you? The question, the question for every bodybuilder ever. Who said you had small calves? Yeah. <laughs> the hard answer is themselves. Yes. Themselves yeah. never admit. Yeah. Like, yes. I buried yeah. myself in this yeah. in this sadness. I've, <laughs> I've come to terms with my demons many years ago. <laughs> we sat down and had dinner and we're like, oh, look, this is what's going to go this on. This is how yeah. life is going to yeah. be. This yeah. is how it's going to be. No, there was definitely some silent weeks there where you barely said a word. It was like we like go on walks at night time and it was just like bed on Pokemon. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> I was like walking along. <laughs> just, it just gets to a point where I'm like, I just tell even like clients and stuff. I'm like, just don't take it personally. But like, yeah. I'm showing you through action right now, not words. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that to me is like, I'll communicate. Like I will jack up my daffodil, so I do get checking, and I'm buzzing. I'm like happy mm. to go. But yeah. outside of that, yeah. ugh, just like if I don't reply in the next six hours, just chill. It's that not- that last month is yeah. like not spoken about at all like yeah. I think a lot of people like the the attractiveness of a, of a contest prep and mm-hmm. bodybuilding is the outcome yes mm-hmm. and it's like a little bit of the journey when it's fun mm-hmm. but that little that. bit where you, yeah. you're in the hole mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like fuck man you look up and it's so dark it's yeah. like and it's like that it doesn't get spoken about you're tired you're upset mm-hmm. you're yeah. hungry yep. and you just want you're the stuck with like your opposite. own internal thoughts yeah that's yeah. it and then mm-hmm. you, all you want is like you know someone to tell you exactly what you want to hear and mm-hmm. sometimes you don't get it yeah, yeah. And it's like that's and then layer on the top of that that you're literally your sport is to be yeah judge judge on how yeah. you look physically yeah. Yeah. like yeah. you start with a hundred and go yep. backwards yep yeah. yeah 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 wild it's like that just doesn't get shown enough and it's like when it gets to the point where that gets real hard it's like mm-hmm. oh we're just we're just getting started yeah. you've yeah. got yeah you've got four weeks six weeks of this that that to me is like you've literally described why I actually don't agree with so many people prepping. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, oh, yeah. I'm actually against as much as my love for bodybuilding. It's one of my topics I wanted to talk about. It is literally well why I don't see preps being good for people. Yeah. yeah. I see the way you guys have pushed photo shoots and I'm like, fuck yeah, do that. Was, like if you guys yeah. have like one of my girls, she was like, uh she's like, Yeah, I really want to do it. and she's like very polarized by it. She's like, Before my thirtieth birthday, I want to do a prep. I'm like, Okay, have yeah. you have you trained before? And she's like, Yeah, I'm, I've trained before, blah blah. But we started doing some face to face because I moved into a bit of a hybrid model with um, uh, Zero W up here. Yeah, nice. So Big Tommy was like, Yeah, right. Like we're keen as like we just do it this way. You're more than welcome to join up. I do it like twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's coming for a session. She's like, Yeah, I've trained before. And I'm like, Okay, so like let's do some movement patterns. I'm like, Your upper body movements are quite yeah. off. Like you're like, Where did you train? Oh, I've done PLC or I've done this. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. This makes a lot more yeah. sense. Yeah. We're definitely on different terms of train. Yeah, correct. And then I do back yeah. squats in Leds Mills classes all yes. the time. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. do like a three yeah. rep quarter yeah. pulse. Yeah. And from there, she was like, um, you know, actually, I, I sat down with her. I'm like, okay, I want you to fill out our goal setting sheet, go through the videos, mm-hmm. go through the module that I've created and sort of like understand what values mean, understand what goals mean, mm-hmm. understand what a superordinate goal is understand what your domains are understand what these uh, subordinate goals are where you need to set up your processes your lifestyles all, all that sort of stuff and she's like I actually don't think I want to prep <laughs> That's good. And I was like, yeah. good. Yeah. That's fantastic. You probably yeah. never wanted, you definitely yes. never wanted to in the first place. And she yeah. literally said in one of her, uh, one of her check-ins when we got back to it, she was like, I actually, uh, I'm, I'm a very like quick paced all in or nothing yeah. kind yeah. of girl. And I'll get really sucked in and get excited. I was like, yeah, but prep isn't something you can get excited yeah. about nah. and sucked into. 
because it's not like it's not glamorous no it's not yeah. one of those things it's where hard it's, like, it's fucking hard it's fucking hard it's like, so fucking hard <laughs> and like so one of the parameters i'm setting up that i'm finding with clients that are doing really well and they're succeeding is that and that's pretty much the biggest premise i have for competing in general the sport or the prep bodybuilding powerlifting whatever it is needs to complement your life that you're already living mm. not change your life to fit it mm. so if you're at a stage where you know our changes are like let's Go get your sleep more. in place let's yeah. get you to the gym yeah, consistently yeah, let's do four days a week of training yeah. make sure yeah. protein spacing is adequate and you're getting protein mm. yeah, if nah. we're making those level of changes you're not yeah. going near a stage or even talking to prep yeah. yet yeah. Nah. if you've not lived this for a while mm. then I don't want to hear the words I want to do a prep from you yet mm. no. I, want, yeah. I want you like I got one of my like and really good about that is that it sets the premise of realistic expectation. Yeah. You yep. get into a client's head like, I'm happy to be the guy for you. Like, I will fucking ride and die with you. If you sign up to me and tell me you're all in, great. But that means like one, two plus years yep. of us working together before yeah. we're like, hey, you got your toes wet. You know, now you're diving in. Now you're feeling good, like a consistent. Let's give it a crack and see where we end up. Yeah. But you start with that drip feeding of like, let's just get you exposed to an aggressive cut first. Mm. Yeah. Let's see how yet you handle a low or, or a higher deficit percentage and see if you can actually tolerate it and then see how you reverse out of that mm. and then see if you can handle a surplus see if you can handle being softer <coughs> see if you can handle being leaner and then handle putting on some body fat yeah because if maybe you can't build some fucking muscle exactly to actually be able to show off exactly maybe get on stage with some pre-made mass yeah as opposed mm. to looking you know almost anorexic because yeah, you just, just strip fat yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's the thing that people miss too it's a bodybuilding show yeah. yeah, the building part yeah. doesn't seem to like yeah. kind of be thought it's about. It's, it's like, a shredding. Yeah. Thing, I see yeah. the outcomes, like cool. I've seen that, but it's like that's yeah. probably that's years of. Or yeah. there's that expectation training. that it's yeah. already underneath. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which is just like you know, absurd. I think social media has only like huge exacerbated that too. Yeah. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. It's like it's, yeah. It visually they're in love with the idea of it on social media looks amazing. Which is why yeah. we've tried so hard to be as transparent as possible because I'm yeah. getting softer. Yeah, I'm 17 kilos up from stage weight, but it took me. 17 months uh, 17 yeah. months 17 weeks yeah yeah. so like that level of progression now is happening mm. but at the condition I'm in now I've never been on this much this much food mm-hmm. and at this weight so like last time I was 110 I was very soft mm. tightened in recomp that sort of thing I put up a comparison only recently my 101 pre-prep versus 101 yeah. now yeah. drastically different people yeah, yeah. so next time that happens it'll be even more drastic yeah, that's yeah. how you do it to push the the body weight exactly yeah. mm-hmm. created exposure and that sort of like that that part of it isn't often talked about enough no where we're seeing you know genuine progression limits we're seeing you push for periods of time we're seeing you get uncomfortable because like to me the cut is easy you just restrict food you have like a maybe a fasting window where you're like i'm just gonna eat between these points make sure carbs are around training i've got mm-hmm. my stimulants in so i can focus and think and just yeah. move yeah and if you're stuck in a business half the time you forget to eat so you're like cool i've got a backlog this like this food for training sweet that's good i'm gonna feel yeah. fuller mm-hmm. so that to me is a piece how of dare you make that sound so simple ben yeah I know. yeah <laughs> contest <laughs> prep is complicated because yeah, so people hard. have to sell programs yeah. to people and <laughs> yeah. coach, them, right. coach them with voodoo. 12 weeks and throw some ice baths and stuff how in there as well. dare you yeah fuck that's the ice bath challenge uh, we saw someone post before ice bath challenge yeah. again stay in there as long as you can stay, yeah this is like the ice bucket challenge or like, no no no, like no, no so this submerge submerge yourself in minus five I think it's five degrees or below yeah for as long as you can isn't but, that but it's that's dangerous. incredibly yeah. dangerous yeah. <laughs> that's like, like hypothermia like even if you go into shocks yeah. yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. here's you a thing that like maybe would be applicable the onset sometimes of beneficial. Beneficial. is it like four minutes or something like uh, I think it depends like the on maximum? the I think it depends on the temperature if oh, some is good more um, is better yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Same> <laughs> <with> <laughs> drugs fuck yeah. it sign this waiver so you can cut your own toes off yeah and die
What's up, guys? Welcome to the STC Fit Podcast, where we talk about all things nutrition, training, and how to live your best life. If you want some more information about coaching, our free resources, and other fitness-related content, be sure to check us out on our website at www.stcfit.com. All right, let's get to the episode. Um, but yeah, I like the analogy, even going back to what we were talking about before. It's like, um, prep should be a shift of gears. Yes. Like, as in, an, yep. like, you know, fourth to fifth 100%. kind of, it shouldn't be a first to sixth kind of thing. Like, yeah. not compounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, no, so we're going from <laughs> test base to trend. Well, depending on what federation. <laughs> but yeah, it shouldn't be, um, like, we've talked about this in the past. They're like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm in prep and they want, like, the whole fucking thing to change. Yeah. yeah. It's like, literally, the only things yep. that should change are mm-hmm. your calories. Yep. yep. Maybe your protein. Yep. And your activity. Yep. Really? 100%. Like, from from today till tomorrow, mm-hmm. let's say we enter prep officially. Yep. That's it. Yeah. You have everything else on lock. Yep. You've got your nutrition habits on lock, your, mm-hmm. prote- your, your protein spacing, your eating yep. frequency, your lifestyle, your mm-hmm. rest, your training days, all of that shit. Like, you shouldn't have to, like, go through a period to plan all that. No, I agree. Yeah. Like, as in, f- yeah. like, last week to do it this week. Yep. It's like, that should be manifested over a period of time. 100%. And I think there's people that can gain that faster. Yep. And I think that, you know, setting people up for certain things is a needs-based, mm-hmm. you know, kind of situation where it's like, cool, let's... Have you ever been in the deficit before? No. All right, let's yeah. see what that yeah. feels like. There's my, there's people, athletic background, probably have a little bit of muscle mass. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fucking whatever. But it's like, don't expect to change everything yeah. overnight. And yep. oh, I'm, I want to compete in the show in like 20 weeks. Yep. And it's like, just go and speak to a coach at like 21 weeks out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's right. where that stupid and, yeah. definition of bodybuilding is like, you're not a bodybuilder if you don't compete. It's like, why? Yeah. No, the behaviors are exactly the, the best because same. everyone can do it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the people's yeah. it's the people's hobby, sport, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it. And those behaviors are the same, Yeah, should yes. be the same, the whether yeah. you're on stage yeah. or not, because then to get on stage, it's the, like, need to I, I think, yeah, the, the thing, be do have model. Yeah. Like, be the, the thing do that the thing. concerns me psychologically most of the time is when I see people use an actual comp, not, not as a vehicle for the goal. As a vehicle for the experience. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm sick of, and don't get me wrong, because I have this conversation, people go back and forth me on it. Like, there are, even amongst the population of competitors, I argue every time that there is different degrees of population amongst that umbrella of population. Of course. So Mm. you would call them subsects of the data, right? Yeah. So we've got in amongst that single data pool of competitor, you would have uh, like first timers testing the waters. Like, I just want to see if I can get lean or, you know, my coach put me through a 30 day challenge. Or just if I enjoy the process. Okay, cool. So that's you there. Then you've got like, uh, you know, this is like maybe my first or second time into a cut. I've done an off season. I've done a bit of a growth block, feeling a bit better about myself. Like, cool, let's go again. That's you there. Yeah. Then you start getting towards the season guys who are like, I fucking love this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then even from that, you go, okay, I love this shit plus drugs. Yeah, yeah. And, it's like, and I love this shit and I possibly want to make something of it. And I, have a time, I have a time frame yes. to try yeah. and make this happen. Yes. And, is, and the raw food. talent. And yeah. the actual, yeah. like the base yeah. level of, of necessity to get yeah. somewhere. Even yeah. if it's like, even if it's just going from like, uh, you know, uh, I know your first show to getting to a point where you're winning some state titles, stuff mm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like for me to even tie back to my prep season B and why I think the reward was so good is that I... I said on the video, like, so we, we started doing some content recording. Uh, so we've got a guy now that we work with for like consistent monthly content to put out. Um, in the video we talked about, it, I was like, I, I can look back two years. And I remember I sat down at the library at the university when I first started uni and I wrote down my next prep goals. And I could literally, because of those, uh, you know, two COVID breaks in there, big C word, <laughs> there was every single metric that I had written, I could go back and review two and a half years ago. It was on my computer. 
and I ticked every single one of them off mm. except wind. And I can literally see those. Yeah. I'll be at this percentage. I'll be sub this millimeters. I'll be at this sort of weight category. I'll be at this level of like supplementation. You know, things you can't control there are like, okay, calories, like how yeah. how low do your food have to go to actually get the response? All yeah. that sort of shit. Can't really control that. But, you know, my sleep will be intact. My averages will be like this. My rate of loss will be something like this. I literally ticked all those off to the point where I was like, the only thing left to do is win and that's outside my control. Mm. But that was also me ticking those things off over that two and a half years. Mm. So like to yeah. me, it was like that, that just became a, like engaging in prep. It was like, all right, cool. So now I just go from the training every day that I was doing, the waking up at this time that I was doing, the client work that I was doing, yeah. the business stuff, training footage, whatever I was doing. That just now goes more specific and more enhanced, I guess, or more intense, but it's not different. No. It's not a drastic shift. Like mm. you said, it's not a change of everything. Mm. Whereas a lot of the time I'm seeing people use it to go so we'll look at those subsects again we go like the first timer they'll go i'm gonna i've never trained before or like you know that looks really cool i've seen this girl or that influencer or this person share the back end like they're on stage with the the makeup on they've got the wings and the the cool bikini and all that sort of stuff sick i want that okay i'm gonna do that in 20 weeks i've never done any of this before Mm. yeah this will be my first experience the problem i find there is that then it's not mapped out amongst the clients and amongst like as a, as a coach that you can't go there expecting to win. Mm. No, of course. If you're if you're happy with it just being your experience, cool. Mm. Would I say that should be your first experience? No. Are you happy with just showing up? Okay, good for you. But the problem is we get this like people don't like being told the truth, right? Like people yeah. just yeah. in this day and age, if I were to walk up to say like as a as a female consult or something, even my male consult, like you are too fat. We need to go through some aggressive phases. I need to find out how you respond. Are you naturally this high in body fat? Is your estrogen too high? What's your testosterone levels like naturally? Yeah. Do you have reasons why you look like this? Or have you just not been tracking food or training much or moving, you know, whatever? You're too fat to compete. Now, if we say that and someone gets butt hurt, that's like, the, you know, we're the worst people in the world. Yeah, yeah. We're the sport's the not for you, but... Exactly, yeah. we're telling yeah. the truth. Yeah. And that, what you just said, all those, the beginner people, they're the ones that come out the other side of it and like... Bodybuilding, bodybuilding shit. Damage, yes, yeah, exactly. Damage my right. life. My brain. Yeah. Yeah. But no no one should ever disorders. do it. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. You yeah. just, yeah, you, sh- like, you pick you something. Ready. You pick yeah. something you shouldn't yes. ever. Exactly, exactly right. And yeah. that, that to me is like, where drive um, the go kart before you get in the F one car. Exactly right. Like yeah. it, it, it's it's this weird idea. Like I've played, I've played, a, I would say a decent level of rugby league. Right. Like I played a pretty decent level of rugby league. I would not even at that level. Like I played schoolboys at Suncourt Stadium. I would not then go say I should just stay start playing NRL. Mm. Mm. That yeah. stepping stone yeah. in, in other sports is so different. Yeah. You yeah. go through the stages of progression where you're like, my skill set matches this environment. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can do it. And because the competition pool is so small, there aren't tiers. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Like you, but the barrier yeah. to entry is that's so a controlled low. barrier to entry. It, yes. With bodybuilding, it's, it's not. Just, not. It's limited, yeah. Yeah. So then it's on the onus of the coach yes. so the people like you and I who are willing to tell actually tell people. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Like we run the risk, ready. though, yep. of yeah. losing the client. Of course. Because yeah. the there is a coach who will go, oh, oh give you all these drugs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. happened yeah. in the past already. It's just yeah. like, this isn't going to... There's another show, like, in yeah. six, 12 months. Like, yeah. we can do that. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. And it's like... Well, you have to be willing to lose them in order to keep oh, yeah. yeah. because, because right? Like, and I've, I've been yeah. coaching for a long time, yeah. and so have you, and you will continue to yeah. coach for a long time. It's like, I don't want to work with people and have that stress either. Yeah, exactly right. That emotional sort of attachment that you have to a metric inside your sport yeah. is really like you have to and I've talked about Jace a lot in the past like there's not a lot of people I know inside our circle mm-hmm. that bodybuilding 
even when you were taking it more seriously, it was like, this is your sport. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no like wake up in the morning and be sad because yep. I'm fluffy. Yep. Mm. Like, and that's why I put my hands up. That's why I moved away from body composition. Mm-hmm. It was like every day I got up, I'm not big enough. I'm not lean yep. enough. I'm not big enough. I'm not lean enough. Mm-hmm. And then I touched the barbell and I was like, this goes up every single week, whether I'm sad or not. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go do powerlifting. <laughs> In fact, when I'm sadder, it goes up better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go pursue that. Yeah. But yeah. most yeah. people don't have that. And a metric of bodybuilding is your fat, yep. yeah. your muscle. muscle. So yeah. it's like, if I was to say to you like, hey, you can't play in the midfield. Mm. I'm talking AFL terms. Sorry, wrong state. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you can't play in the midfield because you're not fit enough. Yeah. No one goes, oh, you don't. That's not fair. You're yeah. Just, yeah. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. You're not fucking fit enough. It's a sport for everybody. Not. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. you're running off the bench. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 100%. Whereas, yeah, in bodybuilding, it's like, because we take this as emotional. It's like, no, yep. no, no. That's a metric mm-hmm. of the sport and you don't have it. And this, I think, is yeah. where the issue is with the honesty side that I try to give my clients even now is you get the fluff, right? Like, you get like fluffed up, blown smoke. Like, let's say, because like, I remember me and Dalt sat down and worked out one day because I was actually having a bad time with like, you know, do I have what it takes? Am I going to be in this for long term? Like, yeah. what's the percentage sort of thing? If you're a genuine competitive bodybuilder, right? You are, I think it works out to be, if we break down the metrics, it's like uh, 1% of the population globally mm. is into five to six plus days a week, hypertrophy mm. training to a progressive metric, yeah. tracking data and tangibles, right? Then from there, you've got, then there's the next 1% of that that actually want to compete on stage. Yeah. Then of that, there's like 1% who actually go on to do more than two, I think Successfully. two or three seasons is the average mm. dropout. Yeah. Mm. Then from there, it's like, okay, so who's winning? So like all these metrics, to even get into a place, you're now suddenly in the 0.001% of a population. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. to be a pro is like exactly yeah. wild. So like to, to be a bodybuilder at your local gym. <laughs> Fed dependent. Is yeah yeah oh, yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, stab 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 you know to, to be to be a, a local gym bodybuilder is is quite rare yeah. though when we can go uh, when we all uh, link up at a, a comp or something like that oh, everyone's a bodybuilder yeah. yeah but in isolation at different gyms it's quite unique to have genuine bodybuilders that compete whether it be bikini girls or mm. physique athletes or mm. fitness or men's whatever yeah. to be like at a gym it's generally pretty unique you might have five ten tops yeah. versus the two thousand members. Um, and from there you start to get to a point where you're like okay so you're being fluffed up right like you're being fluffed by your your mom or your dad your grandma like oh you're the leanest person I've ever seen you look look great why are you on stage yet and so you get this in in your head you're like oh everyone on the appearance side of things is telling me I'm great Mm -hmm. because no one's actually stopped and sat down and gone hey this is a critically reflective objective Mm -hmm. subjective sport we're Mm -hmm. going to you're going to be uh, exposed to genuine feedback about how you look versus the person next to you all we get is, yeah, you look amazing. You're so good. Like, yeah. you yeah. go, girl. Getting gassed this up. is fucking you get awesome. Up. You yeah. look so good. Your glutes are coming in because you're wearing scrunch bums that pull up right up. And, you know, <laughs> it's actually overemphasizing what you actually have. And then we get on stage and you lose. Yeah. yeah. Because no one sat down and gone, hey, we have three types of goals when it comes to goal setting. You have process goals, you have performance goals, you have outcome goals. Mm. You've dictated your entire existence of this prep on the outcome goal. Yeah. yeah. You can't control the outcome goal, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. why That's have you not terrifying. been preempted with let's the get process. the processes yeah. and let's get the performances? If yeah. and that performance is mean daily in the gym, right? Mm. If you are ticking those things off, the outcomes are relevant. Yeah. Yeah. You have no control. Well, it takes care of itself. Exactly yeah. right. And that's yeah. that's when I when I say like it becomes a sport. Mm. That's it. Yeah. It's like it is everything. In field that. sport, yeah. you go to training twice yep. a week, yep. three times a week, whatever, mm. and then you play your game and then yep. like that's it's how you recover, it's what you eat, you, it's what you do. You don't yep. decide 
you have a, an agreement within your team, even in team sport, right? You have an agreement inside your team as how you're supposed to play, what you're supposed yep. to do, how you're supposed to set up structures, yep. strategies, all those things. Mm-hmm. If you go out and execute that and lose, yeah, it's like you can't control how good the other team yes. is. Yeah, exactly. It's the same same thing. Bodybuilding, powerlifting's the same. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I use this story all the time because it makes me feel better about myself. But two weeks out from my last powerlifting meet, arguably Australia's best powerlifter right now decided to enter my competition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guess who got knocked off the podium? This guy. It's yeah. like fucking showed Perfect up and totaled example. like 920. It's like, okay, yeah. cool. And I've like trained side by side with him. You don't have the choice of that yeah. outcome, which I think traps so many people. And then yep. to add to everything you just said, like I remember, because I'm a fucking dinosaur, training in the gym, health clubs, like you had one, two... Mm-hmm handful of bodybuilders yeah, yeah and so even then you were like sport. So everything you just explained is like this when i'm in the environment there's lots of people mm-hmm. now you've got instagram and tiktok yeah. yeah 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 and it's like everyone competes yeah yeah everyone e- can compete everyone yeah. has stacked yeah. glutes and tiny little yeah. waist and crazy if you take the angle right yeah exactly in <laughs> yeah. the right lighting in the right yeah. tights at the right time yeah. of day with a pump like mm-hmm. i can do that I think yeah. that's also the detriment too, right? Though, because there's like they put themselves on like they go from these average gym goers, and then they're like, "I'm going to do a prep or I'm going to do a comp," and then they're like they're constantly posting that journey all the time. So when they don't win, yeah, they need to find a reason. Yeah, they feel embarrassed because yeah. they've overhyped themselves mm. to their followers. They've gotten all this clout and everything like that. So instead of keeping that process internally for something that they actually want to do for themselves yeah, yeah. the minute they don't get that win it's yeah. like this emotional yeah, embarrassment can't to win. they've then yeah. just got to justify to be like mm-hmm. oh well like it, there wasn't fair rankings or like yeah. Yeah. the feedback was shared or like mm-hmm. uh, bodybuilding has damaged my life and yeah, now I've got an yeah. eating disorder like there's, if, like there's all these things that come from it as excuses if you have a low self value or self-worth mm. on top of that oh, yes. you can't do it. it's like yeah. Yeah. now i have Crippled. this value adju- assigned yeah. to this thing and i didn't fucking make prep not yeah. allowed not let alone didn't win yeah, yeah. didn't make it because it got yeah. too hard yeah, yeah. like yeah <sighs> how I've do never, you justify I've, that then? i've never yeah. told the story about why it didn't happen or yeah. i was yeah. sick here and this therefore this and i fell through yeah. here and the, and like the thing is the thing that that gets me that I get so excited about is when I genuinely see someone passionate about succeeding, yeah. but in like in life alongside yeah. it. So similar to you guys, yeah. you have a very similar process where I like to see other metrics of their life improve alongside mm. our training. Mm. If I genuinely see that you're progressing in like study, business, education, your relationships, your friendship circles, your finances and training is going up with it, then I know we're all doing the right job because yeah. it means that you're not sacrificing those things just to have this yeah. because a nice placing physique means shit when it's not monetized and you're just yeah it doesn't really kind of get a lot of reward outside of intrinsic exactly so you have to be making sure that everything encompasses progression forward and so that for us is a big part of so when I see someone come on they're like yep I want to do this this and this and prep is going to like facilitate that or prep's going to allow that to happen or my life will allow prep to take place and we can can tweak things and work on things mentally and stuff like that along the way because every prep client is going to have mental breakdowns or like little hiccups like I had them yeah. and that to me is like I literally study this shit and I'm like yeah there's points in time where I'm like looking at Bumstead being like fuck yeah, yeah. but then also yeah. I'm also pulling myself so in and going like everybody <laughs> yeah and I'm just like th- at that point I'm able to pull myself in and go okay but am I at Bumstead's level did Bumstead have my back injury did Bumstead mm-hmm. have this so how am I progressing against myself or how am Great. I progressing against someone else in my pool all those sort of things then I can kind of control and clients will have that but that for me is like when I get someone that excited about it and they're genuinely passionate about progression over a period of time, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're ready. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can actually handle this. You're <laughs> like, win or lose, we'll go in with this knowing like, okay, so, you know, how do I, how do we progress next time? 
What's going to be the feedback? What are the markers here? Are we going in to win this one or are we going in to see what is required to win next time? Yep. Mm. Because it, like yeah. you're you're almost like you're moving those chess pieces like individually as each prep comes along. Okay, so we've moved on this, we worked on this, we tweaked this, we made this strategy, we tried this. The th- judges like the feedback. Everything was good. The only thing was you need more size. Okay, size comes with time. Time, yeah. mm-hmm. effort. You've yeah. got like you have to remember that, you know, on a on a stage on a stage, you could have guys that have been doing this for fifteen years waiting for their time. Yeah. You, can't, you can't yeah. control who stands next exactly. to you, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So from like, that, yeah. if you're if you're basing your entire worth or value, which a lot of the newbies are, yeah. on the outcome, yeah. instead it's of just process. recognizing that the process and performance orientation, yeah. you're setting yourself up to be fucked post show. Mm. And then you're gonna blame bodybuilding, then yep. it's this neuroticism and this problem and this tracking cause yeah. this and I now have these eating disorders. <laughs> Strangely enough, what we see is that you still track your budget. You're also yeah. still tracking these things. You don't have neuroticisms elsewhere. Mm. Just here. Is yeah. it potentially because of bodybuilding or you yeah, and the expectations you went in with yeah. and yeah. that you didn't have the ownership and accountability to say, actually, I went in with the wrong perspective. Yeah. Yes. Because a yeah. lot of the time, when I have those clients in that position that are like they're they're doing it for the right reasons, they're fucking thriving. Like they they mm. are genuinely happy with life progressions they've got big plans they've got big goals they've got three five-year plans like we've sat down and gone okay this is what we want to see you do over 12 months 18 months two years three years five years like let's see how that looks and feels and, and blah blah they take bodybuilding on the perspective that it's life improving yeah. yeah because it's it's literally the embodiment of everything you need to succeed delayed gratification long-term perspective mm. self-worth and self-value internally because you know it can't come from extrinsic factors you have internalized motivation where the ones that do well are generally intrinsically enhanced or, or generally they're, they're doing it for the intrinsic reasons yeah. mm. external is nice but it's not the driving factor yeah. they've got a life that sustains the goal they have which is you know sleep optimization lifestyle factors they've got their friendship circles no boundaries and they have respect and, rep- and you know that sort of things established so when they get up there it's life building. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that I see walking away saying bodybuilding shit yeah. didn't have the life progress set up. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes an outcome of like it, all of their daily habits. Exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like like you said, now we've switched gears and gone from first gear to fifth mm. and you're wondering why your whole life just fucked itself. Yeah. yeah. Because you haven't got, you know, your friends set up, you haven't got the boundaries in place, you haven't got the parents are aware of your food habits or, or your, your meal plan, you know, you haven't got uh, work aware of what's going on, mm. you know, all these things where your friends are still pushing to come out and drink and get drunk, and you're like, that's because you didn't set this up over time yeah. Yeah. to then handle prepping. The mm. ones that I succeed, succeed, and the long-term athletes, even if they're gym bros or like the bro science guys or whatever, they're doing all those things already. Those things were all in place, and they're yeah. just now moving the, the, the piece forward. Yeah. And that to me is like the the big difference I've seen and why I actually don't encourage prep straight away or like mm-hmm. as much as many people that are prepping like you're seeing especially coming through the natty federations where it's just like oh I did a 30 day cut prep yeah. I've done this yeah. six week challenge prep do you think the term needs to change What's up, guys? So before we move on, just wanted to make sure you guys know about our free resources on the website. So go to www.stcfit.com forward slash resources and take advantage of our free body transformation guide, our SBD guide, and our body transformation quiz. Do you think prep is the wrong language? I think people become really emotionally attached to prep. Because it's like people think... Mm -hmm. I just train and then I do a bodybuilding prep. Yeah. It's like, no, you be a bodybuilder. Uh, I yeah. think, that I think part of that correlates is, to that. So yeah. inside inside the community, mm. prep makes sense. And the same with yeah. powerlifting. It's like, 
you go into powerlifting prep where you mm-hmm. tighten things up and you're starting to like mm-hmm. really all you're doing is like prep means decrease volume increase yeah. intensity in yeah. powerlifting yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. this mentality that i can go from a les mills class and do a powerlifting mm-hmm. prep it's like nah same with bodybuilding if we take that language away f- from the general, not that we can just wave a magic wand and do it, <laughs> yeah. but if we were able to, taking that term prep out, which I understand it's a very focused period of time that we're trying to align to a time frame and a deadline and get yeah. the outcome, but well, if prep. we call it as like yeah. the deficit, yeah. t- the deficit period or whatever, mm-hmm. like I'm going into the deficit out of off season or, or it's whatever it is, on season, off season, yeah. it almost works better. But I think what, like rather than like just a pre-prep phrase, like a well, that's what you should do anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just wonder if if you take that out of the general populace's vision of what bodybuilding is, because I think well, most people think bodybuilding is prep. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. I think when you when the hardest part here is like like everything, there's going to be best practice. Yeah. Mm. And that best practice is a range, you know, yeah. because mm. what you think is best practice and yeah. I probably lines up, yeah. just not perfectly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And then put us in a situation where there's anyone can call themselves a contest prep coach. Mm-hmm. There's no formal like, you know, mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. this, you are whatever. And then anyone can join. Yeah. So now you've got people who they think they have best practice. Yep. Yep. And then from a populace of experienced coaches, mm-hmm. that is not best practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the barrier to entry is completely different. Encouraging people yeah. who are to, to do things because they need to make money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, let's, let's be frank. It's like, it's, it's not everyone's in it for because we're passionate yeah. and we get to make money. Yeah. Some people need to make money. Yeah. Mm. So they're just like, fuck it. Um, yeah, let's sign weeks, up for weeks. Yeah, 24 weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. just secured six months of income. Yeah. Yep. Especially Fucking. if their, their primary outcome in life is to compete. Yeah. 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 And there's so yeah. many of that. It's like, do you have a coach or do you sponsor an athlete? Yeah. 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 And then it's like, you have, you need that before and after to leverage your business. Mm-hmm. You know, not, you're yeah. inexperienced and you need to make money. Yeah. You'll do anything to make sure that person succeeds. Yeah. Irrespective of what happens later. The damage. Mm-hmm. So then you get this before and after photo mm-hmm. and then all of a yep. sudden we have this person. Yeah, the ethics and the desperation. All the shit yeah. that you just spoke about mm-hmm. never gets mentioned. Yep. And that's where the problem lies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sorry, a lot, a lot of the problems lie. 100%. So if you're, a, if you're a client and you're looking for a coach, it's like there's a, a couple of things, not a couple, there's probably a, a fair few mm-hmm. lists of things that you would want to see. So I know you're competing. Yes. Or you're in, you're in prep. Yep. So this is your first time. Yes. So if you were to like maybe itemize, I guess like a little bit of a checklist of like the major things that you think a person who's looking for a contest prep coach. Yeah. What do you think they would be? Brown hair is about five. <laughs> 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 so no, just characteristically, it's like, you know, if someone's listening and yeah. they do like the idea of prep yeah. and they have, go, they go through the necessary steps to make sure it is for yeah. them and they're in it for the right reasons. Yeah. What are what are they? What do you think they should look for in a coach? I think, yeah. Without saying like ethics as a broad term, I think like someone who's willing to ask the questions in enough detail where you feel like they've actually listened mm. to you, and they're not just gonna like take you through that process because if you're the next number of their client list. Like yeah. I know there's like yeah. there's a lot of coaches who are like, yep, I've got like 20 chicks going into season B or whatever it is, and you're like, okay, cool. Like some part of me will feel like. I'm just going to be a template, a number, mm. a template, and a number, and I'm not going to be checked in on. I'll be like, okay, like my mental health feels shit this week, or like I'm having body image problems. Like, there's a process. Like we've gone through. Like my process so far has been like 18 months, nearly two years prior to like yeah. saying mm. like 
I'm going to do season B. Because it was like, th- it's not linear. So it was like, okay, well, we'll take you through a cut phase. I'll see how you go when you're hungry. Like, And I was teary and I was moody and I was like, I was shit. Like, <laughs> no offense. So you think like, this is tough? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. And then we Ben's got a whole like, another level to I go. was like, I'm really sorry. And then he was like, it, it, we got 27 weeks of this. Like, yeah. just, you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, someone who asked me the details of like, okay, like, have you been hungry for? Like, how are you actually training to intensity? Because yeah. if you're not training to intensity, like, there's no point. Like, we need to keep moving that up like this is a focal point you know like how's like how do you feel around food like when you are in a surplus how do you feel when you are fluffier because like if that's an issue for you then we need to flag that we need to work on it now Mm. and get that out of the way because you're going to get fluffy because that's how you grow and you're going to get down and you're going to feel hungry you're going to feel shit there's going to be days where you're like like i do it still like i'll be like i don't look like the chick who's on olympia who's on more gear than Ben is yeah, <laughs> like yeah, doing yeah. wellness. Cause I'm yeah. like, I really wanted to do wellness and it was like, okay, well like, and then I would be like, this chick looks amazing. And then Ben's like, we'll do like a little thumbs up. Cause he knows that I'm like, yeah. she looks amazing. Cause I'm looking at her and I want to be her, but it's like, I'm also not going to take that much gear to be able to do that. So yeah. yeah, you need to be able to have a coach. I think who can be subjective with you and honest. And I think be yeah. like, yeah, like if that's the goal, cool. Like we can work towards that. But right now, like, you just need to grow and we need to get you to this yeah. point. And like, until we get like these processes down, don't even mm. look at that part. Like, yeah, yeah. get this consistency, get your mood, like get your mood and your head right, get your sleep right, get your recovery right. Like tick all these boxes together first mm. and then that primes you for that, that phase. Cause it's like, I think we've gone through two, maybe three recomps kind of thing. Yeah. Like since I started. So I've been fluffy, I've been down and I've been fluffy and I've been down and it's like, like you lose that attachment to the scale over time too because you're like all right look this is just a phase or like having someone who like especially as a female coach too like be like okay like where are you at in your cycle like that's the biggest one i think and like we've even noticed that across like all of our female clients was like the coaches aren't asking around like cycle like Mm. or they're not really like preempting the there's this weird association with like weighing yourself daily and that being bad Whereas like that data correlation actually helps me feel more stable and secure because I'm like, okay, well, I know at like day between days like 18 to 28, I'm going to feel like I'm two kilos heavier and I'm probably going to be two kilos heavier, but that's also fluid retention and everything like that. So like if I was only weighing myself like once a week, yeah, I don't have enough data yeah. to be like, fuck, I'm not, I'm failing. Like, this is yeah. shit. You can I'd say that daily weigh-in yeah. works nine out of ten times for people who don't like weighing themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It completely changes the structure of it because you're like, okay, well, now I know that there's just going to be fluctuations. Like, Especially it's not a matter of me failing. You, you have historical data too. So you With can a go, graph. Yeah, you'd say, let's go uh, day 18 to whatever yeah. and go back to the last time we were day yeah. 18 to, to whatever and let's see what happened there. Yeah. Well, she, like, she had a cycle recently where she was two kilos up yeah and it was a bit heavier than usual but at the same time i was like it was supposed to be uh so we went through an aggressive phase of a prep uh, sorry the start of a prep went through an aggressive front end yeah like, let's get a large chunk of this out of the way yeah um pulled down things about like four or five kilos like great that's a great starting point now we don't have to be as aggressive over a period of time we can have yeah. more food we can be less intense so less stress be more balanced, yeah. less stress all that jazz more fuel for training shit like that the the change then, like her, it landed on um, menstrual week where it was like, okay, so weight's gone up. Yeah. So about mm. two kilos heavier. 
And I'm food. not going to actively respond to that yeah. and drop food. Oh, you've gained weight. Yep. I also no put a calories back up after the aggressive cut. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so we're increasing uh, glycogen, increasing water, and yep. you're, you're yeah. going through your period. Yeah. There is no logical sense here as a coach to go, well, fuck you, I'm taking your food away. Yeah, yeah. like strip that back, <laughs> yeah. especially that, when you've just like, come like, out of it. what have you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, <laughs> have you been sneaking food? Like, what's going on? Yeah, like, yeah. You just know a, now by having that data point, yeah. like, because yeah. we've had in the checklist of the question, menstrual cycle, tick yes, no. Okay, yes, this week. Yep, okay, we saw a weight increase and we saw carbs go back up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's fine. And that's such a mental thing that I think for females too, like having that support system to be like, okay, like, and having that like objectivity, understanding then well. understanding yeah. and be like, okay, well, like you're actually at like week four. So that's pretty like, it's expected that you're probably going to be a bit heavier this week. Or like my cycle was like late by like four days this month. And I was like, okay, well, like I've also been like super stressed. I've been eating less. Yeah. I've been exercising more like, all of these variables that it's like, okay, well, that like it relaxes you because you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm not doing good it's at this. Normal. Or like, yeah, like it's normal. Like, and I think there's that big missing part mm-hmm. for a lot of like, especially from a female and like doing it the first time. You're like, mm. yeah, you want to like I'm emotional and I'm like hungry and I'm tired and I'm stressed and I'm putting on weight and I'm yeah. like, maybe I shouldn't do this or like blah, blah, blah. Like I find um people who are newer as well, like just um not curbing their excitement, but like, they want to know what's next. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you, regardless of like the last two years, yeah. I know next week, next month, yeah. you have curiosities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, it, so you sometimes might fall into the like, hey, Ben, what's next? Yeah. You know, what's going to happen in four weeks' time? What can I expect to experience? Yeah. And I find that's the hardest thing to manage. Yes. Because for us, it's like, yeah, sure, we've got, we've got a rate of loss and yep. we've projected this time period and, and, you know, you've got to execute and mm. you have been, but it's like, we still don't know. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, we can't yeah, tell you. It's yeah. like, we're taking care of all these things. Yeah. yeah. And I can say that, you know, we're on track, yeah. but I can't tell you what tomorrow yeah. or the yeah, next week. Yeah, I can't give you your future. Yeah, yeah, and I can't tell you what peak week's going to look like yeah. in eight weeks' time. Yeah. And you're a female in, yeah. a, in a category that doesn't really know. need one. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. you, and I, yeah, exactly right. Like, I would hope that someone can't tell me that because they think it's just a templated yeah. thing. Like, that someone yeah. as an individual is so yeah. like, cookie cut mm. that it's like yeah, they can tell you the peak week yeah they can tell you yeah, yeah. you can tell me about your experience yeah. that's fine yeah. like, and they'll tell you what they're going to do what you I'm gonna because yeah. they're just going to do the, the same, same shit they yeah. do with everyone oh it's yeah. yeah. the other 50 girls two of them won yeah. the other 48 yeah. didn't yeah, so we yeah. deplete carbs and yeah. we put 50 grams in on the first yeah. day yeah do a front end gradual load oh watch out guy exactly right like yeah and I think there's definitely that and that but that doesn't sound sexy so like you if you weren't in the space for long enough or it was your first time competing yeah and then we say I can't tell you what's going to happen till it happens. Yeah. If as long as we stick to the plan, though, things are okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, that's shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is around cool. like that hype thing, right? Where like mm. people end up doing it for for clout. Like yeah. I've trained for like ten years, and it's not until like maybe the last two years where I've actually been doing like more intense work. I'm like, okay, well, like I know this this shit takes time. Like, yeah, it literally takes so much time. Mm. Yeah. And so like for me, there's like if I was to just do it for like a journey of Instagram or like journey mm. to my fault, my thousand followers that I have, like. <laughs> Not too famous, guys. <laughs> um, but like, if if I was doing it purely for like extrinsic clout, yeah. of like, there's no way I think that someone would be able to stick that out without a coach like hyping them up and be like, "Okay, cool." Like in going to this week, this is what we're yeah. gonna expect. Like, and then like I find that they end up relaying that to their followers. But like, yeah. this week I'm going through this, and then like when that mismatch happens mm. is when they start blaming like bodybuilding for like changing the way that they are. Yeah, like, yeah. They don't fit that. Um, I guess template mm. so yeah. much, or like the results didn't happen for them, so then yeah. it's shit. Like, yeah, and it, I feel like there's a difference between expect and know. 
Yeah. Yes. We can expect. Yes. Like yes. you and I can expect a lot of things of someone like Brooklyn and yep. my guys and, and whoever. We can expect this to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can't tell you I know this is yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and until you have that data history with the client yeah. either, you can't And the only way you know that. is by doing. Yes. yes. Yeah. You know, exactly. So it's like you do... So this is where the process orientated goals come yep. back in yeah. and hold so mm-hmm. true. It's like if you have those, it's like we know mm-hmm. the our best chance to expect this yeah. is you doing, is things. You doing yeah. all of that yes. stuff. Yeah. And that, that yeah. I think a big thing to kind of tie back to that and loop that is with my newbies, I will always add, uh, I know there's like a lot of good coaches that do this now, I'll add to what the expected time frame of prep is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, oh, yeah. you think it's going to be 12 weeks. Yeah. Okay, we're doing 30. Yeah. yeah. yeah because, yeah. you know, we need to know uh, how do you respond to aggressive phases? How do you do this? How, you know, life hiccups. Life's going to get in the way, yeah, Life's going to get in the yeah, way. You've you never sick? been this yeah. hungry. You've yeah. never been that sick mm. and hungry. You've never been low on the energy yeah. value yeah. like this. You know, you've not got to have the the requirements of so much posing, so much yeah. cardio, mm. so much yeah. steps, food preparation, training sessions, watching content on YouTube, like going to watch, you know, Bumsteads or your, whatever it is, like yeah, male yeah. or female. So to me, I'm like, hers, we've started 30 weeks out. Yeah. But that's because like, even though all the work we've already done, I can expect some things, but I'm like, okay, so the first four weeks realistically might call the pre-prep phase. Yeah. going to tighten up, get a bit more aggressive yeah. with it, mm. then reintroduce food. Now from here, we get to then gradually titrate food down, keep hormones mm. as high as possible, as regular yeah. as possible, make sure that things are ticking off. But then there's a chance that, you know, her job gets in the way or there's some mm. work events that come up or we've mm. got to do something or you know she's got to be somewhere with her job that will require fuel one of my guys we're keeping him sub 10 percent body fat because he has uni exams by june yeah mm. so then may june comes off the ta- off the table for cutting yeah. yeah but it's only his like it's only his uh second or third show so we're like all right we're still going to have you in a tight position so the aggression can still be there yeah, yeah. The but it's a longer duration yeah. Right? yeah and so realistically it's yeah may june is off the cards for cutting but I can get into a hold phase where, okay, we'll have some bit more food so you can yeah. think and study and, and tick the boxes because we don't want prep to ruin your fucking master's yeah, degree. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, I also know from there then I can pull the trigger and say, okay, your bullshit's now done. It's time. By yeah. bullshit, it's master's. Your shit's taken <laughs> care of. Your stuff that's not bodybuilding. Yeah, your stuff's not bodybuilding. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're done. That's, that's done. Now we pull the trigger. You've been in a yeah. tight spot. We got you here. We've given it an extra extended time frame. We're not rushing to just put on body fat. We've got you to yeah. this sort of position here. So come June we're off yeah. mm-hmm. and now yeah. you've got like that 16 20 weeks where it's more controllable rate of loss is expected yeah. we can be more aggressive and food isn't as worrying because you don't have mm-hmm. these exams yeah. coming up you've accounted yeah. for all those variables and that that yeah. is why even for like your, your newbies too and he's a experienced competitor yeah even for your newbies where it's like even if you think someone is highly conscientious highly task orientated industrious and really driven about the process you're still going to equate for variables and problems they've never experienced. Mm. Of course. Because they just don't know. Yeah. So if you're getting into this point where you're like, oh, my coach is going to do me a 10-week, a 12-week, a 16-week prep, yeah. fuck off you are. Mm. And if you are, yeah. it's not going to end well. Yeah, yeah. and I, I find that that you're gonna go through has, well, it has problems on the other side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you, you still might, let's just use an arbitrary number, maybe 24, 30, 30 weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you prep for 12. You get, there's 18 weeks of fucked upness on yep. the other side of that most likely for a lot of people yep. if you're inexperienced especially yep. so you're trading off as the coach how what's the experience I'm going to give this person mm-hmm. mm. for you it has to be the best experience possible yeah. because it's laying the foundations for whether you want to do this in the future exactly, exactly right yeah. Ben is going to that's going to be his number one thing to get yeah. you there and make sure it's fun so mm-hmm. I say to everyone the first time you've got to enjoy this if you don't yeah. enjoy it I hated my first prep yep. yeah. I fucking hated it yep. it's the worst thing ever and I know that that's part of the reason why I am not a regular competitor. Yeah, love bodybuilding, but yeah. So you can you 
sometimes people think like, oh, you know, Ben's just trying to get 30 weeks out of me. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. It's called best yeah. practice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, best yeah. practice is 24 weeks, Try maybe not to do a four-week, six-week mm. recovery phase or whatever it takes for you to recover on yeah, the other exactly. side. But actually, he fucking talk about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, plan it, periodize it, you know, explain it. Take this person on a journey. Don't yeah. just push someone who's not prepared for 12 weeks yeah. and then just like leave them yeah. in their most vulnerable position yep. Yep. ever, which is the day after the show. No plan, no structure, all fucked Nothing. up mentally, yeah. physically, whatever. See you later. See you later. Yeah. I've got my money. See you later. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. why like people come with that mindset that coaches just want, you know, that rinse and repeat. They're like, yep, cool. There's yeah. the, your cycle of clients for season A, your cycle of clients for season yeah, come B. Back, come back when you're fat yeah. and out of shape and I'll try yeah. and fix exactly. you and make Legit- the problem like, worse. Yeah. Our, our, no. our retention number at the moment is, is 56 weeks. Mm-hmm. Out of a service that's been operating for eighteen months, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because the thing to me is, and like, don't get me wrong, like before that, I was obviously coaching and studying, but like, where I was directly in this period of matter, to me, it was like everyone needs to be in for the long haul. Yeah. So like, yeah. I want you coming to me. Like, I don't want you to come to me for a twenty week prep or think that's yeah. going to be the standard. I don't yeah. want to be that coach. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. If you're coming last minute, like, look, this happened. I'm, I'm in a position. Yeah. But if I want you're to pull together, if you're put together and tick a lot of the boxes, sure, yeah. there's extenuating circumstances yeah, exactly. where you and I would be like, we'll take you on yeah, board. Exactly yeah. right. But for, for the most part, like, I've got one of my girls. She's like a seven year veteran of competing across like natty feds into enhanced feds, and still she's like, uh, I will t- I will go. I'll pull the trigger when you say I'm ready. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, she's like, I don't care if it's like, if you think season B is good to go. But then she's like, she literally, I think she was living in Brisbane, having to drive up the sunny coast every day for work and then drive back home and then train. So I kind of trained into four days a week and just focused on her food. Yeah. I was like, all right, so let's just get like, let's just get you growing on four days a week of hard training. Yeah, which is great, really, is in an off great. season. Exactly. Like four days. Yeah. So yeah. I've been doing four days since I finished yeah, prep. I reckon that's the magic frequency for most people. Train hard. Yeah. yeah. Caveat. Train hard for four days. Yeah. And she's got fucking crazy results. And yeah. she's like, all right, so like given this life block, probably not ideal to prep for season B. She's mm-hmm. got a new job. So like the company yeah. she's with now doesn't know anything about bodybuilding or her. Yeah. First impression we want to give you is, oh, I'm prepping. So don't talk to me yeah. for six, 20 weeks. Yeah, or yeah. like <laughs> I need to eat every yeah, three hours exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Don't put me in meetings when I'm tired and grumpy yeah. and frumpy. Everybody and work within my yeah. yeah so to me, I was yeah. like, all right, yeah. we're going to grow you and get these physique uh, progressions, which they've been coming and going great. But also we're going to get life set up in a good position so that prep is breezy. Yeah. Less yeah. stress, less less variables, less problems, less hiccups at work. They know who you are and what you do, and it's like it's 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 just simply again upgrading that gear, yeah. shifting that yeah. gear up. Where I'm like, okay, fourth to fifth, off we go. The company knows, everyone knows. I don't drink, I don't go out, I don't do all these things. So they expected it. Yeah, I can be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that now that twenty week prep is a good twenty week prep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can reverse out for the four to six to eight weeks where yeah. it takes. And the comp, you know, work life won't be affected, or yeah. social life won't be affected. It's not an issue. And then you're like, okay, that that to me is where I was like, this this is the gr- the representation of what I want matter clients to be like. Yeah, yeah. Where they're willing to accept, like, I'm with you two years, five years, ten years. Yeah. I don't care. But I also know that each time we get on stage is a level of progression. Mm. Yeah. I don't I don't want you to finish a show and see you later. Like yeah. I don't care if I don't have like a, you know, you see those coach where it's like. I've had 10,000 clients and got these eight-week transformations. I don't care if my list never goes above 100. Mm. If yeah, it means yeah. that that list is 200 well, weeks long. Yeah, yeah, constantly evolving. Exactly. Yeah. Like the people are. I'm yeah. building from the base, yeah. like the, the degree of high performance that I want to coach that is being emulated through and shown through female clients and male clients are doing their first times and things like that. I want to take you from where you started as a, not so much a nobody, but like you weren't that highly conscientious, neurotic type person who's just mm. driven by the numbers straight away but we're going to build you into someone who wants to get you done. And we're going to build you into someone who ticks the boxes and just gradually gets better and better yeah. until eventually success just happens. Mm, yeah. That to me is like, that's what I want the matter client model to look yeah. like. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's starting to show already, which to me is like, that's fucking, yeah. that's what yeah. 
I truly believe if you love bodybuilding and you're not just looking for that turn and burn model, mm. yeah. you will have clients that you want to work with for a long period of time. We're like, let's work on your shoulder block. Let's work on yeah. this. Last prep, mm. you need more arms. Okay, so we've got an arm yeah. focus. Yeah. All that sort of yeah. shit. So. Yeah. What's up, guys? So before we move on, just a little bit more information for those people who are curious about coaching. Maybe they want someone to take care of their training, get a bit more specific, take it to the next level, or even just keep them accountable to all of the things that they need to do. So again, you guys can go onto the website, get a little bit more information. It's got all the information on there on what's involved to take your training to the next level. You can hit the inquiry button and then we'll get on a strategy call and see what we can do for you. I'm really curious, like you obviously mentioned earlier, watching specific shows and seeing the specific mm. person and being like, I'm not willing to do the yep. gear that that person's willing to do. What percentage of people on the fringes that are coming in like, I want to do a comp prep? Yep actually understand the level of drug use not many Zero. i think Zero. like there's a lot Zero. of yeah. i'd say there's a lot of young athletes who love gym mm -hmm. and then they see these pros and they're like they're not understanding that that pro has taken 15 years to get there mm -hmm. and they're like well yeah. i want to get there in 18 yeah. months and and would look amazing if they weren't using and they don't have like the yeah. yeah like the actual yeah. history of their conditioning so they're is literally there. the like genetic elite yeah yeah and then they're also enhanced yeah. i work i walk this personally walk this weird line of like i hate when someone says like oh they're on gear yeah or like yeah. oh i don't want to cheat assumption, yeah. i don't want to yeah. cheat or whatever <laughs> like that's like oh nah you don't get it it but doesn't negate some the of work. them turn but pro <laughs> natural yeah, yeah but i also yeah. i'm on so the other <laughs> side of that it's like like you were sort of saying before, it's like yeah. you see that person, they do the comparison, you're like, motherfucker, they're on everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're not on everything. Yeah. You don't even know that they are, which yeah. just shows how far away from actually being there yeah. you are. Yes. You are, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's hard for me sometimes to walk that line, to be like, no, 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 that, that steroids don't take away mm -hmm. from yeah. the work, their the effort. outcome, yeah. the, all of the stuff. They're just yes. willing to do more. Yeah, especially like if they're willing to do more than the other person. If they're a career lifter, yeah. it's like you can anyone can just run a, a course of something and, mm -hmm. and experience, you know, mm -hmm. whatever they experience from it. But it's like they because they don't haven't gone through the process of why mm -hmm. and and meaning and value mm -hmm. and all of those things and and made it process oriented and outcome oriented. They'll only do it for the yeah. short period of time. These people look mm -hmm. big and strong mm -hmm. and amazing. Yeah. For 15 they are years. literally yeah. willing to sacrifice yeah. their health and longevity yeah. to yeah. do it. Yeah, they don't that's care. The like we're we're bringing in the, the models now to try and improve longevity of health and like yeah. reduce risk and side effects and mitigate. How, mitigate exactly. That's see the, how yeah. stacks actually work. Mm. We're trying to bring those models in, and I think a lot more of the advanced coaches are getting that way, which is great. Mm. Like yeah. that's the safer use model is is a good movement in yeah. the exactly. industry. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's just making sure that we don't go that far that we send the message that it's going to that's eradicate. Safe. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You, you can't have the no risks. Yeah, it's like you're if you're bigger than you're supposed to be it's a risk. red flag already yeah. Yeah. yeah you know if you're using things in a super physiological mm -hmm. way there's there's better practice mm. i feel like we still don't know what best practice yes. is but there's better yeah mm -hmm. but you're still having to accept those yeah. trade-offs yeah. and, and 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 risks yeah and know that there's no model where it's like oh, i can just do this yeah. risk free yeah and i think yeah. also yeah. like the, the clarity of i think the biggest thing too is like these athletes who have been doing it for 15 years like these are the one percenter things mm, that yeah. they're doing like yeah. this isn't the everything that they're doing like yeah. gear is not yeah. everything that they've done to no. get to where they are so it's no. like it's the one and two percent things that are like okay well this person that i'm going up against 
I could do 1% better here or I can do 1% better in my recovery. Like these are all the little tiny 1% of things. Yeah, for yourself. For yeah. yourself that you yeah. do, that you're like, oh, all right, cool. I know that I can do this better. That weekend in prep where I yeah. went out and fit in those drinks, but that guy was literally tooth and nail to the T on his exactly. program and his yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Those things make the bigger differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Your, your supplementation makes a big mm. difference. But yeah. like, and that's what I mean when I say getting people to a point where that isn't even a question in prep because yeah. you've had that like, you're set up. I don't need to drink during prep. I don't need yeah. to go out and get on the piss. Mm. I don't need to do these things. Or like, you understand what's of more value yeah. for that period yes. of time. Yes. Because you guys have had a conversation and said, this is probably what's going to be expected yeah. of you. Mm -hmm. Can you commit to this for this time period? You know, it's that mm -hmm. the ticking of the box of being willing yeah. and able. Yes. Mm. You know, oh, we, I've got yeah. all these events you coming up. It? These you things. It? It's like, yeah. yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Where yeah. on the hierarchy it's my 21st things. and yeah. I want to get lit. It's like, you have six weeks out, bro. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Can we fit in alcohol, this pizza, and this cake in here as you well? You knew you were 20, turning 21 no. for 12 months. Like, yeah, 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 your whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, there's like it's next year will be 22. Is yeah. it the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, like, and that's, and look, this we can talk about a lot of things. And I think, again, it comes down to, uh, like, sorry, it comes to another thing in the industry where it's like everyone's trying to have their cake and eat it too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can get you to prep Brooklyn and you can eat whatever you want yeah. and you can fit alcohol in yeah. and yeah. you can do this and you can do that. And we, we you can have balance. Yeah. We, uh, Jason's aggressively word. conversate and hang <laughs> shit on a lot of people behind in the oh, DMs I know. Yeah. just because <laughs> at, at the end of the day yeah. we always gravitate back yep. to that traditional behavior mm -hmm. that everyone decided to make fun of the yep. bodybuilders for yep you know mm -hmm. the chicken the mm -hmm. broccoli mm -hmm. the steamed veg mm -hmm. The, the meals in the yeah. in the plastic containers, the, the relentlessness, yeah. The repetitive nature yeah. of it, the boring the monotony. E yeah, the yeah. monotony. It's like, oh, this is boring. We we all made yeah. fun of it. And it's like, if you take this sport seriously, if you want to get the best result yeah. and you want to do whatever a long period of time. It's introverted. Will, yeah. It's isolated. You will all gravitate <laughs> back to that yeah, to, to a model yeah. Yeah. of that traditional thing that everybody made fun yeah. of them for. You'll follow because a meal plan. Works. Dare I fucking mm. say it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you'll eat twenty foods on a piece of paper yeah. for every twenty weeks. Because yeah. it's easy. Yeah. Simple. It's effective. You know, and you can execute like, on it. The less variables that you have, the better it is. it's yeah. just a, a, a phenomenon yeah. that people engage in. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have no more than 40 food varieties and by the end of prep, it's kind of minute down to like 10. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. Just, you're going to do it. And, and that, but that same premise though, this is the ironic thing that I get, that I see that matters with bodybuilding towards high performance and high success is that monotony and that repetitiveness and that, that repetition, the boredom, if you will, or people that's like, oh, why don't you have fun? This is boring. Those people do the same, like that same sort of uh, routine or mundane monotony of bodybuilding in business life yeah. or things careers. that don't serve them. Exactly. Yeah. Education stuff. Like if I'm looking at Hermosi, like you look at that guy, he's like, I live and breathe doing these things. I'm up at this time. I start working at 4am. I don't need to go out and get pissed all the time. I don't yeah. need to go out and see friends at my party because that's not me. I have fun doing this, but I repeat that same shit. Same time. You go to that bodybuilder who is successful mm. and who does it for a long period of time. He'll be up at this time getting his cardio in because yeah. he knows he's got to fit this. He's got to get his meals cooked. He's got to do this. Training session has to get in. Posing's got to be done. And you start to see the same trends of success emulate in other fields. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that is why I find bodybuilding so powerful when it's mm. done properly. I know you are talk about this a lot on your own socials and stuff, this concept of like it's extreme. Yep. Mm -hmm. And coming back to that sport analogy, it's like you played league. Yeah. It's like running into really, really big humans <laughs> yeah. at high speed is pretty fucking extreme. It's and pretty no extreme. one blinks an eyelid at <laughs> it. Was it's like, let's put 100,000 people in a, in a stadium and yell while yeah. they do it. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's fucking mental. Yeah. <laughs> no protection. <laughs> they don't have a helmet on either. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think and like, they worked yeah. out the equated total tonnage. Oh, sorry, the velocity connection was like the same speed as two Mack trucks hitting. Yeah. When you have two front rowers land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And then like, ridiculous. Guess what? There's this thing called CTE. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, yeah. like yeah. long term permanent 
damage. damage. And then like, yeah. it's like, okay, so cool. Well, league's, league is what it is. Like, okay, so for the girls, netball, what's the injury rate of netball? Oh, Fucking 150%. Ankle, yeah. like ankles, every knees, time. everything. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're still trading in extremes no mm. matter what. Yep. It's just that what I do, not what I do, obviously, what a bodybuilder does yeah. kind of looks like the thing that Jenny does yeah. when she goes to the gym and lifts mm-hmm. weights. And yeah. that's where it's like, oh, but that's too extreme. It's like, no, no, no. They're not doing the same thing. Mm. They're just in the same building. As yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. aware of the same consequences of where it translates across sport. Yeah. And I think the problem is with all everyone that we've discussed today, those yeah. people that get into trouble are the ones that aren't aware of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that I think is like that it's will glamorous. Yeah. it will save yeah, a outcomes. lot of people, mm-hmm. and if anything, it will hold you a lot of clients if you're willing to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're willing to say, "This is what I will do with you. This is what like, this is how I run the ship, and this is mm-hmm. how things happen. Mm-hmm. This is what a prep kind of looks like psychologically, like especially being able to study this. I can see a lot of the time when people go through self-doubt phases, self-talk phases, they go through all these problems. I can, like you start to see the, the similarities in people where it's like, okay, so psychologically there's some pretty consistent trends we can see that can come up. So you know to expect this. It's not going to be you're always feeling good. You're not going to have yeah. the, you're going to post the booty photos to try and get that positive reinforcement. Yeah, but realistically, course, yeah. you're feeling shit about yourself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the six pack's coming out and you're going to start showing it but at the same time, like you also know that your legs are fat or your back is still holding fat or like you, you're checking the other guy's Instagrams as well. Like mm. those things will happen. Yeah. that however like if you're prepared for that can be positive you can use yeah. that to grow and be better and be like mm. okay so I know that I have to still pull this in or I've got to do XYZ mm. you can use it in a positive way but you've got to be able to sit down and have that conversation the identity yeah. attachment exactly yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> identity to your appearance if you're a bodybuilder is completely redundant it, yeah. it's not redundant it's completely un illogical mm-hmm. like you just and can't will destroy you it yeah. will literally destroy you like you can't go into bodybuilding being like i am a shredded bodybuilder or like i am i have to look a certain way or i have to do yeah. this or my followers know i look like this yeah unless that's unless you've gotten to a position where your your income is solely reliant on it yeah Bumps but 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 you've gotten there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. it's like the rest of it's just yeah yeah, yeah. Identify yourself as a bodybuilder, or I'm someone who com- who who trains weekly, or I'm someone who is a who I love the competing. lifestyle of yeah. bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah and then it. from Just that, love love the love love the live the lifestyle and love it exactly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. if, you, if and you haven't got that set up before you start, yeah, mm, even the start. ones that like do make a living off it though, how many of them get spit out the other side when they lose it? Oh, yeah. 100%. yeah, well that's it. It's like because it's like they they, they have only, they're, yeah. well, they're only there for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what they're there for in the industry. Is like that's how they monetize. They want to like, be recognized. They yeah. want to be sponsored. Yeah. And look, then when that stops, yeah. I look at the guys who aren't like that. Mm. So like Dexter's really successful outside of bodybuilding. Jay's really successful. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuad obviously with the mm-hmm. podcast and the bre- the chains and all that. All of those people found an identity beyond mm-hmm. just how they looked. Mm. They're still fucking jacked humans because yeah. they're in the, what did you say, 0.0001% yeah. of exactly. the world yeah, of yeah. physique. Yeah. So they still look like units, but yeah. if you ask them, they'll be like, oh, fucking... Like when, remember when Ben came out and he was like, Ben yeah, Pekulski came like, out. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my legs are so training. small. I put on six kilos in yeah. two weeks from training. Yeah, it's like, just like, I can't train because yeah. I just grow. And this is, like, and then, and then in the next sentence, really like, and you said you had bad genetics. <laughs> I didn't have the genetics <laughs> for like, bodybuilding, fuck, bro. Yeah, he's like, I didn't have the genetics for bodybuilding, but I can't train. But yeah, like he's an example who didn't allow his entire identity to go into his physique. Yeah. I don't follow enough of it to know if Bumstead's got other income yeah, revenue streams and yeah, stuff. Like, oh, I assume he's, is, he's like killing he's doing his on own YouTube. Right? Line. He's got like yeah. an apparel line. Yeah, so it's like his YouTube channel would. Yeah, if he gains five percent body fat, his life isn't over. Yeah, but then you've got amateurs. Yeah. Who are like, I've still got back fat. Mm. 
yeah uh, like that's the end of my week yeah mm. but i think that's also true like where that um i guess that multi-laying of personality comes through like bumstead initially when he came out he had the personality had the charisma and yeah. everything that, that went behind it so he was already more than just a bodybuilder mm-hmm. and he related to people whereas i think when people are that really one-dimensional like my identity yeah. is bodybuilding it's like well yeah. when you're done with it you kind of are done like there's yeah. nothing more to you so I think people from the outside looking in would look at Matter and go, you guys are like the high performance and you come out all the time and against like, it's not a fucking neuroticism. It's not a whatever. Like, <laughs> Ben's challenge word me. of 2023 is yeah, neurotic. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 2023 review, word yeah. of the year, neuroticism. Yeah. Do you then actually speak to people about that? Like, yeah. do you actually cover what, who are you outside of this sport? Huge. And outside of your yeah. physique and outside of 100%. this. Yeah. So like, I'll have some basics that I'll use to kind of model or module uh, like mindset discussion and things like that. Like, you know, we generally similar to you guys. We look for ownership, accountability, um, growth mindset is always optimal for things like bodybuilding. Uh, we'll look at like the 1% mentality that we talk about where like I'll differentiate. So even in the course I wrote, I put my, a mindset module in there where it's like, okay, if you, if you just want to do these things, great. But then if we want to start going to that next level, we start mm-hmm. looking at the Gareth Timmons, the David Goggins, the 1% mentality where they wrote literally how to become a 0.1% uh, mindset yeah. so we start to look at these things where you know we can see what the elite guys are doing what these people are doing you can start to emulate think about encourage but on top of that one-to-one with a client in a lot of check-ins or whether it be just general conversation like having that community aspect that we yeah. have that we're building but and we'll go more into that later but having the the knowledge and i guess the empathy provided you want to progress that comes from me i'm not going to pat you on the back if you want to do fuck all yeah. But if you come to me with like, hey, I'm feeling this, but also I want to fucking kill it. Yep. Sweet. Here is every tool at my disposal to help you. Yep. And I've studied this stuff now for like four years, five years. Like I will give you everything I can. And from there it becomes like each person. Like, okay, so if I start to see trends, if I start to see patterns in like, when I cut, I really love being lean. So everything I do, I share on social media being lean. Yeah. But then when I get soft, I go away and Michelle and I'm yeah. high. And I don't, like, okay, so I'm noticing these things. What are we doing? What's your identity? Like, what what are you telling your story as? What are you talking about? Who are you as a person? Mm-hmm. Even one of the one of the girls that I am uh, mentoring through uh, protocols and stuff to a IFBB prep, she had a, a phase where she was telling me about that she was like literally ready to, like six weeks out and ready to pull a pinch. She's like, I'm just going to quit. I was like, okay, so we had a chat and I was like, how are you talking about yourself? And you know, we got to like her internal narrative, her self-talk and her conversation. I was like, we need to go through a phrase of what we call cognitive reappraisal. So we need to change how we talk about the situation and talk mm-hmm. about ourselves in that mm-hmm. context. I was like, instead of discussing yourself as like, oh, you know, the, the failure, the learnt failure mentality is basically like, you know, I, I quit because it got too hard and I dropped out. So now that's what I know. I've reinforced that that's what I do when things get hard, blah, blah, blah. Let's change that to the way you talk about yourself is interject that, interrupt and say, mm. I am someone who finished what I start. Mm, change yeah. that and now all of a sudden in your head when it comes up in conversation and it comes up in communication whether it be with your coach whether it be with your, your husband your friends yep. you know social media yeah. I am someone what I finish that finishes what I start yeah. it doesn't matter whether I come first place doesn't matter what, yeah. you know, whatever I am someone that finishes what I start because it started off with and we have like we have what you could call like positive or negative uh, phrasing right so the first way she kind of said to me was like oh I just don't want to quit I was like no no that's wrong mm, because yeah. even saying I just don't want to quit implies that you don't really want to do it. You just don't mm. want to quit, which yeah. is fine, but we can make that better. And yeah, we can reword that to say, hey, I don't only, don't, only, don't only just want to not quit. I'm someone who doesn't stop what they start mm. and I get shit done. And you start talking in that language and narrative differently about yourself, your fucking yeah. life changes. Yeah, because awesome. now that crosses over to your life, your relationships, your fucking businesses, your education, study, yeah. yep. your career, 
your family, whatever you're doing, raising kids, whatever, that single shift of language, cognitive reappraisal, which is changing a single sentence of how you describe yourself changes how you view your entire life. Yeah. And that, to her, she was like, holy shit. Mm. And like, you know, that, again, I don't go around saying I'm a mindset coach, but this is stuff that we study and we learn mm. in amongst things like acceptance therapies, commitment therapies, um, going through things like motivational language and interviewing, going through psychology and different subjects. You start to learn these things where just a simple flip of the switch like that can interject things. Yeah. Mm. And that to me was such a big aspect that I was like, just, just change that. Mm. Yeah. I can change that language as an athlete. Holy fuck. And yeah, that, that to me is like, so I will have some general system strategies that I'll get clients to listen to or go read or watch uh, links and stuff like that. But then from there, it's just like one-to-one, yeah. especially with individual mindsets in prep, you get such unique responses to things. You can't yeah. have a, a full systemized approach. Yeah, of course. You just have to have that, like those tools at disposal where you can say, all right, in this situation, give me your answers, give me what you think, how to go for you, how do you feel, like what is happening? Okay, how can we change that? How can we view that differently? How can we talk about this differently? How can we change your sentence structure? How can we talk about, change how you communicate with friends and family? And then all of a sudden you just see changes. And it's like, all right, so yeah. now we've got that tool, let's add it to the next one. Mm-hmm. That's no different to like hypertrophy program and stuff. You're just adding to the, you're progressively improving the stress and you're pr- progressively improving the exposure to it. Yeah. Just get better. Yeah. 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 All right, well, that was... I feel like this conversation could never end. Yeah. <laughs> it could go. Um, yeah. I really need to eat. Yeah. So I know you two do as yeah. well. So I think we might wrap it up there. Maybe you guys should go lift some weights instead of uh, talking about Yeah, that's it. We're going to yeah. go lift some weights and stuff <laughs> like that. So um, where can we find you guys for those listening and who want to check out Matter? So we've actually expanded a bit now. So we've got the Matter Athletic YouTube is up and running. Uh, we've got the Matter Mentality Podcast. Um, my personal Instagram, which is uh, Ben underscore Mayfield Smith. And then you've got Matter Athletica and Matter Marketing all now on Insta as well. Unreal. All the links awesome. will be in the show notes. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, all yeah, those things. That was amazing chat. <laughs> yeah. Thank fun. you for your time, guys. All right, guys. And uh, yeah, thanks for everyone listening. We'll see you next time. Let's go. Cool.